You're listening to the Creating Your Own Path podcast, episode number 52. Hey everyone, and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jen Snyder, and as always, you can listen to the show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or your favorite podcast app. You can also catch a new episode each week at creatingyourownpath.com. First, I want to welcome all of you regular listeners back to the show. I took two weeks off so I could get on the road, and let me tell you, the break was very necessary. As many of you know, I've been hopping from city to city on my cross-country CYOP road trip, and squeezing in time to handle all of the logistics has been kind of a challenge. And part of what I've been working on is sort of a big deal for this show. This episode is not only the launch of my shows from the road, it is also the first ever episode to feature a sponsor. If you listen to podcasts regularly, you know that they are a wonderful platform, being embraced by so many new listeners on a regular basis. That said, on the content creation side, they are a lot of work. I have been seeking sponsors for this show since announcing the road trip, and I'm so happy to finally share more about who you'll be hearing from as we continue season two. But first, I want to clarify a few things. When you hear this music, you'll know that you are about to hear advertising content. Now, I promise you with my whole heart that I'll do everything in my power to make sure the messages you hear from advertisers are timely, useful, and interesting. I'm also very committed to working with companies that understand who you are as listeners. So, are you ready? Here's the first ad on the Creating Your Own Path podcast. This week's episode of Creating Your Own Path is brought to you by Stride Health. Stride Health is a web-based platform created to help freelancers, independent contractors, and other self-employed workers navigate the healthcare coverage sign-up process. Head to stridehealth.com slash CYOP to sign up for a free account today. That's stridehealth.com slash CYOP. See, that was great, right? All right, so later on in the show, you'll also be hearing from Stride Health's CEO about why he started the company, how he hopes to alleviate the pain creatives often feel when signing up for healthcare, and much more. Okay, so let's get to our guest. Today's show brings me to the Missoula, Montana home of professional photographer Jessica Lowry-Vizzuti. I've been following her work for years and have loved watching her build a truly impressive body of work that includes everything from huge editorial spreads to stunning wedding photography. In the episode, we chat about what it's like working with and apart from her photographer husband, why she decided to take on a full-time position outside of her photography work, her thoughts on working with an agent, and so much more. I'm excited for you all to hear from Jessica, so let's get to it. Hi, Jessica. Hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? (laughs) I'm doing all right. Thanks for letting me come to your place here in Missoula, Montana. I appreciate it. Okay. So I like to start at the beginning usually. So can you kind of share a little bit about your journey to becoming a professional photographer? Sure. Um, It was long and circuitous, I guess. So I went to school at the University of Georgia and um, didn't know what I was going to do and kind of was recommended to take a photojournalism class with an awesome professor named Jim Berga and sort of fell in love with photography and that just kind of set me off on this path. So I, you know, graduated and did some internships and ended up getting a gig in Chattanooga, Tennessee as a staff photographer at a paper there and then kind of just kept on going at that point. So, you know, 
wow. met who is now my husband at that paper, and he is from Montana, and now I live here, and so it all makes sense at the end. But yeah, you, I wouldn't have thought that when I took that class. So yeah, definitely. So can you tell tell us a little bit about because you you do wedding photography, you also do mm-hmm. a more journalistic style. Um, so can you kind of talk about the differences just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, my background is photojournalism. And so that was really my passion. I really love telling people's stories and kind of um, just getting time to explore who they are visually and kind of, you know, explore that. So um, that w- that being my background, that led me to a lot of editorial work when I started doing more freelance. And then that naturally sort of led into doing weddings because, you know, you're in your mid-20s and people are getting married and, hey, can you shoot my wedding? And yeah, and then it's a beautiful story and it always has a happy ending. So <laughs> that's like much better than maybe a car accident. Right. Um, so yeah, so, and then as the business started to grow, as I ended up going into freelance, it was really great to kind of diversify things and spread out what was going on so that it wasn't, in Montana, wedding season in particular is really intense in the summer and other things can pick up at other times of the year. So it's nice oh, okay. to have work kind of all the time. And Well, in Montana, summers are short. They are Com- short. Comparatively speaking, from yes. California. So. Yes, okay. yes. Montana summer really is like, you know, June to August. You are here for the tail end of our beautiful summer. Um, but September's the secret. But Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so, it's, so that's short. And so the other work really does continue throughout the rest of okay. the year. So... Yeah, but I mean, really, at the heart of all of it was just that I love taking pictures, and I love telling stories, and so whoever wants to bring me along for that, I'm, I'm Your game. game. Okay. Yeah, I really am. <laughs> okay, well, and thanks to the powers of the internet, I've known you for a while, um, several years, I think, at this point, which <laughs> yeah. is great, uh, and so your work has always kind of caught my eye, and I remember seeing a photo of yours, which I think I may be looking at it, yeah. it's framed on your wall right now. <laughs> Um, I was like, ding, 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 that's, that's really the one. Funny. So, um, it's a picture of a bison and, um, and I saw it in Sunset Magazine once and, um, and it's a, it's a common subject matter, but it looked like you, not the bison, the style. <laughs> and so I thought, okay. And I, you know, I saw your, your byline in there and I thought, oh, okay, that's, that's kind of why. And so as a photographer, how do you sort of cultivate and define your style yeah that's hey that's like such a nice compliment because I feel like anytime anybody's like oh that looks like your picture that's like that's the thing and so yeah um I remember going through a lot of critiques and always getting back you know you don't really have a defined thing and you're maybe more of a generalist and these kinds of things and it's really hard to sit down and look at your body of work and say well, I'm going to make it have a style. And I think really as I just leaned into doing more topics that I really enjoyed, it sort of naturally arose. Uh, so, and I really feel that picture in particular is kind of funny. I think that it, um, <laughs> I think that working with my husband, who's also a professional photographer, we influence each other. We do different things, but, and so he, I feel like when I think of one of Lido's pictures, it's like a big, huge landscape with like a little tiny person or a mm-hmm. little tiny something. And um, he does many other things, but in particular that I feel that picture, I feel like it's like, Oh, well I was married to Lido at that point. So okay. that makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, I like that. I like, well, and we'll kind of talk through some of the interesting things that you guys have working together and working apart. So sure. I'm excited to talk about that. Um, you I have a question about working with an agency. So sure. I know some photographers do, some don't. So you currently work with Redux pictures out of New York. Um, and so what made you decide to work with an agency versus not? 
Yeah, um, well, I don't know if you know this, I think you do, Montana is sort of a remote place, and so most of the publishing world uh, and some of the advertising world exists in New York, and if you're not in New York, then you're in LA, and so I think that for me, I started going to New York on an annual trip like six years ago, seven years, I can't remember how long ago now, but yeah. um, and ended up meeting with Marcel Saba, who is the head of that agency, and he's an awesome person, and um we just personally clicked and I felt like he respected in my work what I was trying to do mm. and that is such a valuable thing to have somebody see in what you're doing what you're trying to do even if maybe you're not doing it quite the way you want to be doing mm -hmm. it um so that relationship being a good one um just having somebody that understood that in a major city I think has really been a boon to my career I mean it's not I think sometimes people think that having an agent means that they're just calling all the time and right. work, and that's ridiculous. Or if that is happening, maybe I'm doing it wrong. But I don't <laughs> know a lot of people that feel that way. I, but the work that they bring to me is always really valuable. So okay. um, it's been a really great relationship because um, they allow me to take on my own clients outside of them, and then I have some clients that I use through them. And so it's just um, very understanding on both sides, and I think it's beneficial to us both. So some agencies are exclusive probably though. Yeah. That, so you didn't want to have a relationship that was like that. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it could be good if that was what you wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I think this really worked out because I didn't really know. I didn't really know. It's not like I'd had a lot of agents before. So, sure. um, but I feel like having that flexibility really means that like you're both bringing something to the table. Like sure. they're not just making money if I just breathe and I'm not just giving them money all the time for nothing. Like right. everybody, like I'm working hard, they're working hard. Sure. And I think that makes me feel like it's a good balance. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. And so your husband, Lito, who couldn't hang out with us today because he's on some crazy, amazing assignments yeah, right now. He's in a cave in Glacier National Park. So. Yeah, yeah, which is probably better than outside because I think there's a fire there too, right? So, yeah. Um, so anyway, he's, he's also a professional photographer, obviously. So I'm curious how you guys have both managed your career together and separately mm -hmm. because... I want to know, like, do you guys find yourself working together often or do you generally work separately? How, mm -hmm. how does that work for you guys? Yeah. Um, it's been also kind of a really great ebb and flow. And I think that we do both. So Lito is much more technically minded than me. I think he might not agree with this, but I think that, you know, he has much more aptitude for lighting and a lot more aptitude for just like patience. He's so much more patient than me. And um, I think that I... I'm good at styling and doing things like that and we both have great interpersonal relationship skills so that all together uh equals a really fun dynamic mm -hmm. you know creative experience I also think while he was working at the Flatted Beacon in Kalispell Montana which is a newspaper startup he did that for seven years I was able to build the business so I was able to start the business grow the clientele in New York, kind of start all of that. And so he left that position a couple of years ago and he still works with them in a freelance capacity for their magazines, but he was able to kind of come into the business at that point and all of that groundwork was already laid and he could really just focus on creative and not have to be like, oh my God, how do I set up this business account? Or what do right, I, just right. the really boring stuff that's really important. So I feel like today, you know, we both still shoot. Sometimes we shoot on things together. Sometimes we do things separately. I think we have different strengths that are complementary, but also, like, 
I do interior work and he doesn't do that, but he's in a cave and like, I could do that, but I'm kind of glad I'm not. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So just different assignments for each of you. Exactly. Okay. And then I think when it comes to the business side of things, like I'm really used to doing contracts and a lot of that stuff at this point. Um, and I think, you know, it's always great to have somebody to read an email to before you send it. Absolutely. So, yeah. Do you guys ever, you know, you said it's nice to have somebody read an email, but do you bounce ideas off of each other? Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. definitely. We normally, we've been really busy lately, so we mm-hmm. haven't been doing this, which makes me feel like a lazy photographer, but normally <laughs> we like sit down and we have meetings and like go through like ideas of things we want to work on and talk through them and do you think it would work well if I did this? And then, I mean, we edit each other. I don't know. I mean, if anything, I don't know how I would work without a built-in editor and vice versa. Like, you know, there's nothing like grabbing your spouse at one o'clock in the morning and being like, okay, but no, seriously, can you look at this? Because (laughs) I don't know which one of these pictures, you know. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, I just think it's, I feel spoiled because we work together so well. And a lot of times that means that you kind of take for granted the communication aspect of things. Like that person just takes care of things. So even as I said to like articulate, it's like, no, he just does everything. And then I just do other things. Right. I don't know. So. Yeah. No, it's hard. It's hard. I I understand that. Um, Once you get sort of into a groove with somebody. Yeah. You have, if something goes wrong, you still have to like take three steps back to be like, okay, we need to communicate about stuff. Because it's obviously. Absolutely. If something doesn't work, you got to fix it. Totally. But yeah. I completely understand how that works. Um, I'm married too. (laughs) You know. Yeah. It happens. After a quick word from our sponsor, and yes, it still feels strange to say that, you'll be hearing from Jessica about why she's taken on a full-time job outside of her photography work. I really think that any of you out there who might be thinking about getting a full-time job or you have a full-time job outside of your creative work will really be able to identify with what she has to say. This week's episode of Creating Your Own Path is brought to you by Stride Health. Stride Health is an online platform dedicated to taking the pain out of signing up for healthcare. By signing up for a free Stride Health account today, you'll essentially get a personal advisor who will help you make healthcare decisions. I had a chance to talk with Noah Lang, who is Stride Health's CEO, about the company. Usually our members are chasing some sort of an entrepreneurial dream, and we remove all the headaches that come with making that decision. I founded this company a couple years ago. Uh, in the wake of the Affordable Care Act, uh, our country had just made striking out on your own that much easier. Unfortunately, making the right decision is still a major challenge when it comes to picking health coverage and accessing health care. Uh, we're leveling the playing field with smart software that will help make the toughest coverage decisions for you. But we also have a team of experts here in San Francisco that will back you up if you ever need human-to-human help. Basically, Stride Health has your back. Head over to stridehealth.com slash CYOP to sign up for a free account today. That's stridehealth.com slash CYOP. So you recently took on a full-time position in addition to your photography work. I've spoken with a lot of creatives who have done that and for, for a lot of different reasons. And mm-hmm. I've thought about it too. Sure. Um, to kind of have that main paycheck right. so that the creative work can be creative work. Totally. So I'm, I'm, I'm curious what the driving force was behind your decision. Absolutely. Um, it was not something that I was looking for. I've always wanted to be involved in a college community. I really like being around young people and I really enjoy, um, just the camaraderie and 
the environment that it cultivates, and I think it's a really unique thing. Um, and so this job opportunity, I'm working at the museum on campus. There's an art museum there. Um, it kind of has me using all my skill set with marketing skills and creative skills and design skills and writing. Um, but I also get to work with students, and it's awesome, and it's exciting to see them be excited about mm -hmm. creativity. And also, you know, we're bringing kind of big shows to this small community, and so the fact that they get to interface with that is really cool. Um, also, <laughs> it's really nice to do exactly what you said, which is allow the creative work to be creative. And mm -hmm. so I think, you know we both were full-time self-employed there for a while and it was fine and the business is doing well and it's continuing to grow and we're getting great assignments but it's nice to be able to turn down a couple things here and there to focus on what it is you want to do right. and not feel that like oh my god but I need to do something right um and even if it just takes the edge off you know mm -hmm. I think that operating from fear is not a strong position and so just being able to really focus on what makes the work good and what makes you happy sure that really you know is just a benefit to everybody so. yeah well and the work the, it's yeah. probably even better right yeah it's like yeah you're happy the work's better <laughs> you yeah. bring more exciting things because you're not scared of taking a risk so sure yeah and so um just to follow up on that how has it been so you know, we emailed back and forth to set this up. Yeah. And uh, we were hoping that Lito would be here too. And he's gone and you were just gone and like your schedules have oh been crazy. <laughs> so how do you balance, I hate, I hate the word balance, but no. how do you handle that? I mean, a full-time job plus all of these assignments, very few of which are in Montana, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, some are, but some are. obviously, but, uh, yeah. but I know you guys are kind of all over the place. Yeah. So how do you how do you manage that? Yeah. Um, well, I think that I've only been in the full-time position for a little while. Mm -hmm. So I feel like actually just even in the last month, we've kind of been like, okay, we're kind of getting the footing. And like a lot of times, like I've been, you know, I work all week and then Lido's working all week on whatever we're doing here. And then we'll do more of the travel work if we're going together, you know, on a weekend or at a time that we can both do that. But yeah, no, it's like, it's crazy. Like, we're just working right. all the time. And I think we're just looking at it as, you know, it's good. Plenty has come, and we're working a lot, and it's in all things that we really love, so we're just going to kind of embrace it and go for it. Um, but, I mean, I think what's nice is it really starts to clarify, like, what needs to get edited out. So oh, sure. I think we're in an editing out phase right now where it's like, you know, maybe you don't go do this or maybe you do turn this down or maybe you, right. you know, to kind of put the emphasis on what it is you really want to be spending that time on. Mm -hmm. Because I think that it really takes a shift from like, oh my God, I'll do anything, all the things to, mm -hmm. well, I really want to work on this. So I'm going to spend time and work on this. And even though that means I'm saying no to these other things, I'm saying yes to these things that I really want to be there. So right. I don't know that balance is the word that I would mm -hmm. use to describe where we're at at this point, but momentum, there's momentum. That's good. <laughs> momentum is not a bad thing. That's no. a good thing. No. So. And, uh, and that's interesting. You kind of touched on it that this is what we're doing right now. So it's kind of like a season almost. Yeah. I um, feel it is feels like a season. Okay. It, it must be or else. Like, because sometimes, you know, <laughs> working all the time isn't sustainable, but, no. but uh, I feel like in short bursts, you mm -hmm. could probably, mm -hmm. and, and if it teaches you something, absolutely. Then, hey, 
Yeah. And you make money and it, the business is good. Then Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. No, I think, I definitely feel like it's a season and I feel like there'll be another season right. around the corner and it'll be a different one. And, um, you know, it's funny when you're kind of the one that decides when that is in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the trick in freelancing is always that, oh my God, what if the phone doesn't ring? Or even if you've right. just, you're only as good as your last success and that is a fleeting thing. Um, but if you stay in that, you'll, you're trapped in your own creation. Right. So, you know, as much as you don't think you're in control, you really are. Right. That's, a, that's a good perspective to have. <laughs> I like that. We need to put that on a post-it note somewhere. Um, okay. So we're going to talk about Missoula just yeah. for a minute. Cause I love Missoula. I love Missoula. Um, uh, and for those listening who've been following my adventures over the last many, many years, I love Western Montana. This is not my first trip, uh, to this, to this area and, it shouldn't be a surprise to people that it's my first stop on my road trip. I know, like I said, you guys often end up in sort of far-flung places. You're yeah. kind of all over the place on assignment. So what about Missoula and Western Montana make you want to be here? Yeah, um, it's funny. I think you could ask anybody that knew me at like 21 if I was going to move to Western Montana and they would have laughed at you. Oh my gosh. Um, but... Coming here, it's an awesome place. It's beautiful. It puts like everything into perspective in terms of like the environment is so much larger than you and it is limitless what you can do in it in a way. And I think that, you know, growing up in Atlanta, which I love and is an awesome place, um, it's sort of the opposite in certain regards because it's like an urban environment and the buildings are there and the traffic is there and all the things that you might deal with are not the weather or remoteness or... So, um, Missoula in particular is such a creative hub and there's so much art and music and writing and just smart people. I mean, I don't know. I just fell in love with it. It's a wonderful place. And I feel like the kind of people that it attracts then sort of self-select and then you just end up with a lot of independent folks that just are really driven to do neat things. And so that is extremely attractive and now we've been in Montana for eight years, so wow. you know, there's some sticking power to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, because you moved, like you said, you moved from north. Oh right, we right. moved from Whitefish, Montana, which is north of here, down to Missoula. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how is it different working in in Whitefish versus Missoula? Well, Missoula is it's on an interstate, <laughs> right. and Whitefish is not. <clears throat> and Whitefish is awesome. So mm-hmm. I mean, I highly recommend going there if you haven't gone. It is super cute. It's wonderful. Um, and it's proximity to Glacier Park is amazing and just, it's quaint, but it is more remote. And I think that being just in a little bit more populated area and in a city that has a college, the elements that that adds, it's just like, it was the missing secret in the sauce. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we still, and at this point, I mean, gosh, Lido is in Whitefish for this whole week mm-hmm. and he's working, you know, in Glacier. And mm-hmm. so... It's not like we don't go there. Right. right. <laughs> so now it feels like we have this awesome other community that we go to all the time. We get to great visit. friends and yeah, but we get to come home here and yeah. that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely understand that. All right. So for those who are listening and they want to kind of launch into a creative career, whether that's photography or another industry, what advice would you give them? Oh gosh. This is always the hard part. I don't know. It's like, I feel like do all the things that you want to go do, but then find some practical elements to add to the soup because that's the magic thing. Yeah. I mean, I guess, um, 
you know, if I could have given my like 19 year old self advice, it would be to take a business class. Mm. That would be really helpful. Yeah. Um, but I think like the number one thing is really just like, don't let rejection decide things for you. Cause that's going to be the number one thing that you encounter for so long. I did. Maybe other people did Oh no, but I did. Yeah. I do. Yeah. What am I saying? Still, I do. Every all day. The, all the time. <laughs> and it doesn't ever stop getting scary. Like if I send out something and I really want to work on it and I really want somebody to say yes, I mean, I'm terrified that they're going to say no. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they still do more often than not. They often say no, but I think, um, just not letting that define what you're doing mm-hmm. is really then you're doing what you want to do and then and then eventually there's just more yeses all the time right so, yeah well and I find that sometimes a no right now doesn't mean no forever yeah too. so maybe it's a publication you want to work with totally um, whatever you have whatever you want to show them now might yeah. not work for them but it might work for them later that's so true and I used to think I I know I feel like if I'm getting rejected by something even bigger mm-hmm. that's good because the first step to them saying yes is saying no so mm-hmm. it's like I just had something recently where it didn't work out it's like this huge big thing and and they you know of course that's a bummer you know you want yes. it to work out but really I'm like oh but I've never gotten a no from one of those before that means one day they'll say yes right or at least that's it's what I tell myself process. yeah um, yeah yeah no I can I I couldn't agree more because uh, I've had that happen on many, many occasions. You can't not ask. No. Right? You have to go for it. Yeah, and you're not so. going to get what you don't ask for. That's right. So Absolutely. Yeah, I just, no shame, I guess. <laughs> have no shame. Have no shame. There we go. Be that's, nice. <laughs> that's post-it worthy, too. I think. <laughs> have no shame, but be nice. I like that. All right, so uh, can you tell us the best places online to find out more about your work? Sure, you can go to my website, which is www.jessicalowry.com, and you can go to uh, our joint website that is Wedding Work to www.cuckoostudio.com. Okay. Um, and then, really, those are the main places. So. And you and Lido are both on Instagram, and oh yes, yes. Tell me about it. We are, yeah. We J. J. Lowry Vizzuti and L. Vizzuti are our names in okay. there, and. Yeah, I feel like today I just posted a picture of like my shoes and wine, which maybe is not the most creative thing I've ever done, but it is really good <laughs> to sit on your porch and have a glass of wine and work at shoes. So that's right. Um, yeah, no, I love Instagram. That's probably my favorite form of social media. Yeah. Um, but that makes a lot of sense because I'm a photographer. So sure. And it's really fun to see what other photographers are working on. So right. I think well, that, even non-photographers. Yeah. I think it's interesting the perspective people have. Yeah, I think everybody's visual literacy just keeps increasing, and yeah. it's really fun to see. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm there and, and I'm on the Twitters, so okay. you can always say hello there. Okay, excellent. Well, thank you for your time today. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for coming to my house. <laughs> anytime, anytime. Yay, perfect. That was Jessica, you guys. Her work is stunning, so if you haven't checked it out yet, please go. Of course, I have linked up to all of her website and social media information over at creatingyourownpath.com. As always, if you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. You can also share it on social media or tell a real live human being. As it turns out, humans really like podcasts, you guys. All right. Thanks for listening and I'll catch you next week.